0: The Soccer FM podcast is written and produced by Stephen Mill and Ray Bradshaw and is in association with pieandbovril.com. And welcome to Soccer FM, Scotland's Funniest Football Podcast with me, Stephen Mill, and you, Ray Bradshaw. Coming up on this week's show, we'll talk Scotland heading to Russia. We'll have another Where Are They Now? Scotland's game. Plus, we'll catch up with our favourite Paraguayan team, Soldy America. How are you, Ray Bradshaw? I'm very well, Stephen. How are you? I'm very well. What about Scotland, though? Mate, I've
1: just booked a train ticket to Russia.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're halfway there already. I was actually hearing some of the commentators on the radio last night and they were basically speaking like we're there already because <laughs> they were like, if we win our first three games, then we're pretty much
1: there, we're sorted. But it, it I'm was, not, I'm
0: not as convinced as them. It was phenomenal. Uh,
1: yeah. Also. Our defence looks horrific.
0: Yeah, I mean, it really does. We're, we're going to talk more about Scotland in just a wee second. But before we get on to that, thanks so much. Uh, we've had so much uh, interaction over the past week or so on the back of Christian Naddy. What uh, a legend that what guy a is. What yeah. a man. What a
1: man. What a fine husband he will make for me. He's retweeted everything that we've tagged him in. Every little thing. There was one someone asked if I asked his dad for his hand in marriage. Yes! And he retweeted <laughs> that. I was like, Christian, we're not actually getting married. I, I think you might have to... I saw my slaters getting measured for a kilt (laughs) (laughs) so panic's on no but honestly so uh,
0: thank you so much uh, for all the comments they are fantastic we love hearing from you Uh, all the pointers as well we haven't had any corrections for a couple of weeks actually no which is good
1: that's because we slagged off the guy that did it exactly DA Barakis yeah but he's
0: still listening Uh, and also uh, we've got our own forum on pieandbovril.com as well just click on the Soccer FM tab and you can leave your comments there for us so let's start with Scotland the only place to start 5-1 5 1 against Malta last night. I wasn't expecting that.
1: No, nope. Tony Drago, your boys took a hell of a beating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Trying to think of other famous Maltese I had, people. I had
1: Tony Drago and Michael Mifsud. That yes, was my turn. Was he on the bench? 120 caps he's got. Wow. From Malta. He must who, be a good age. Yeah, they only play. It's not like they're going to get to a major tournament or anything like that.
0: They're much like us in many yeah. ways. Yeah. <laughs> Shot
1: across <laughs> for Snogash's go. Cross, cross, clearly a cross. And did it's, you see his it's, it's, interview ah, afterwards? F- uh, no, I didn't see. <laughs> him. He, he, they went, so Robert uh, shot across, and he was like, uh, blah, 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 And just did not answer the question." So everyone's yeah. coming away going, "Cross, uh, cross." Did that 100%. amazing
0: uh, commentator phrase of a cross come shot, yeah, <laughs> uh, which is obviously something you don't want to type in Google.
1: I really, I <laughs> enjoy- <laughs> <laughs> also really enjoyed the keeper knowing that he'd cocked up for it, so he just hit his head off the post as well. Yes,
0: <laughs> just absolutely, he doubled the post. Brilliant. Yeah. When they announced the lineup, I must admit, I was like, "What's he doing?"
1: I, like. I was very happy with that because um, I don't know if uh, any of the listeners did it either or if you did it yourself, Stephen. Uh, BBC... Had a thing where you could pick your own Scotland team. Mm -hmm. And that was the one I picked with two changes. I'd gone for Naismith ahead of Martin, and also James Morrison ahead of Bannon, who I thought Bannon actually had a pretty good game.
0: Yeah, Bannon uh, did play well, uh, but Martin I was very worried about uh, because someday I saw a tweet and it was uh, Chris Martin has not scored in his last 14 games. Brilliant. Well, fantastic. But then, then, if you think about the positive aspect of that,
1: he's due one.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like he has to score at some point. So it was last night.
1: It was a it was a good goal. It was a lovely pass. What
0: were we thinking of Oliver Burke?
1: I hate his hair. It's it's shite. Eh? It's so <laughs> bad. And I say this as a balding ginger, so yeah. I uh, I have a low opinion of hair at the uh, rest of times
0: I saw an interview with Strachan at the weekend on uh, Football Focus or something, and he was saying, you know, he's not like uh, all the other boys. He's uh, he's a special boy, and he's not going to these stupid haircuts. And I went. <laughs> yes he has Yes he has a
1: ridiculous haircut Sounds like the kind of thing Your grand writes in the letter To the family in America Isn't it it's...
0: I got a haircut A couple of weeks ago I went home to see my granddad. My granddad's like 76, 77 Yeah I was taking him to the Wraith Rovers game do on Wraith mm-hmm. Rovers And he went that's a bro haircut you've got there, sir. And I went, like, oh, thanks very much, Grandy. He was, like, oh, he was like, that's probably the best one you've heard in a while. All the other ones were shite. <laughs> <laughs> thank, you for, thank you very much, Grandy. for talk. That's great. Um, so, yeah, Oliver Burke does have rubbish hair. <laughs> I think uh, we can conclude that. But appears to have the makings of a very good football player. Yeah,
1: there was a couple of times he was running the ball out of touch, uh, a bit heavy. But then I think it's nice to sh- chuck these young boys in. And Callum Patterson, I mean, I think Alan Hutton gets a lot of stick over the years, He's actually been a great servant for Scotland, but then Patterson playing yesterday was a nice, refreshing change. Yeah. And see the book Snogass missed that absolute set of a header. Patterson putting a belting cross for that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I watched Patterson years ago, the season Hearts got relegated. I was doing a yeah. bit of work for Hearts at that point, and he was a striker when I first saw him. Yeah, I on. remember that. Yeah. So it's basically he's just been moved back, just play right back.
1: Yeah. And you, he's, he's you turned He can run, mate. He's turned out all right. And the main talking point, Stephen. Uh, I think we're both in agreement Two blatant red cards Absolutely I mean uh,
0: Two stonewall Definitely a stonewall penalty as well I mean <laughs> uh, and In fact I thought Burke Should have had a penalty Just before that Anyway He gets his heels clicked Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I thought that was just a penalty to like the edge
1: of the box yeah But
0: The one that we got And the guy got sent off What What did the referee Even think happened there I th- I think he probably thought Chris Martin was a different player. He was nowhere near him. I would be raging if I was. I mean, it didn't affect it in the end. We I still think we were comfortably better than they were.
1: Yeah, um,
0: that sort of sealed it. I guess there was
1: no coming back for them after that. And, and nice unselfish play from Stephen Fletcher, knowing Snoddy's in a hat trick. Round I got the keeper, off the bar. dink it. Uh, I worked out last night that. Those two red cards meant that 0.001 of the male population of Malta get sent off against Scotland last yeah. night. <laughs> that is brutal, isn't yeah. it? I mean,
0: I thought we got... It wasn't luck. We did get a bit of luck, obviously, because that was, it was not a penalty and it wasn't yeah. sending off. But I am very much in the camp that I thought we got zero luck in the last qualifying yeah. campaign, yeah. bar you know, Sean Maloney's sort of deflated go in Ireland. But I thought we deserved a draw.
1: I think our last piece of luck was when uh, Craig Levine resigned. Yeah. That was probably the last piece of luck yeah, we that, had. That
0: was a large slice of yeah. luck we got there, actually. But, listen, great start. Can't uh, complain. Especially because before it, there was real sort of negativity, I thought. Yeah. And real pessimism heading into this campaign. Probably off the back of the two friendly matches that we had in the summer yeah and maybe it was warranted because we weren't very
1: good essentially then. gordon greer has given us a lot of negativity yeah and, uh, and the fact the he's bench. not he's
0: not picked ross mccormack as well yeah but people forget about that and we still have griffiths to come back in as well so yeah we're looking okay if we can beat lithuania <laughs> i mean just saying that like if we can beat lithuania yeah. okay uh, and then take something off slovakia as much as it was kind of sickening to see England get a ninety fifth minute winner yesterday, yeah, was and really. was annoying, it's a good result for us because mm-hmm. any points that Slovakia and Slovenia drop
1: is good for us. Yeah, you just want them to kind of pound it and get all their wins. Yeah, because
0: I and I also think that out of all the teams, we have the best chance against England because it's a bit of a leveler mm-hmm. when it's a derby match and, and you've play for so long.
1: Slovakia and Slovenia is going to be exactly the same as well, so they'll probably yeah. take points off each other. So. There'll be gaps in there. It was no, it was good to watch and Malt had quite a good home record in terms of they would obviously lost a lot, but they were only conceding one. I think they lost to Italy one now, Croatia so quite, yeah, quite tight. And then they get put to the sword yes by absolutely. the mighty Snod. Exactly. I love how we have just gone uh, about five minutes talking about the Scotland game and not mentioned sure the guy that scored a hat trick.
0: Oh uh, yes, yeah, Snodgrass. Who okay. was who was fantastic? Yeah,
1: he was. He really was. He did have a great game. Uh,
0: and I think this makes us the best team in Europe at the moment.
1: Yep, but does. Top scorer. The top scoring team in the European qualifiers contains Chris Martin. Yeah. Great. Wow. I wow. so, say that,
0: if somebody had said, oh, you know, James Collins will be playing on a European Championship semi-final, you'd be <laughs> like, okay, well, we'll take you to the hospital first.
1: <laughs> it was a nice Scotland double yesterday because I, during the afternoon, I went to Scotland Amateurs against England Amateurs. Okay. It's so old enemy. So it was at Lesser Hamden. So my girlfriend's cousin... Uh, get called up to the Scotland amateur team So went to see the friendly Wow, who's he play for? Uh, Giffnock North okay. So he he They went to a tournament In uh, I think it was Lithuania Or some Lithuania or Latvia or something that like. Scored four goals in three games So he's been called nice. up And then Went to watch them Scotland go 1-0 up against England Within about 30 seconds from a header Amazing Then we get a penalty and then England score an absolute scaffold goal Like four rebounds and then drill it in So it's 2-1 And then Scotland get the breakaway goal 3-1 So we won 3-1 But it just some, summed... I've never been to a game like this before So there's maybe 300, 400 people there It's the first game in my life I've ever been to where you can't slag a player off because you know his friends and family are sitting somewhere near you. Well, so you had to be yeah. so diplomatic about everyone.
0: Well, just that, you can slag off the English ones. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, so like,
1: see if a Scottish boy sliced a clearance, you're, usually you'd be like, Ooh, but this time you're like, unlucky, unlucky son, oh, unlucky, unlucky. Come keep on. going, head up. <laughs> and uh, basically he was, real. Stand up the back, It started to piss it down my rain for the last 10 minutes, so we stood up the back in the covered bit, And uh, the boy next to me, so Scotland are going to play a tournament in Malta, and the boy next to me was talking to me and he was like, yep, seven days in Malta. I bet the boys will be hoping to get out on day three. And just get pissed for the next four days, and I was like, <laughs> "This is what's wrong with Scottish football, man." What sort of standard was it? It was pretty decent. Yeah, pretty decent. Um,
0: Do you think a lot of them were sort of had played not professionally, but had maybe played for sort of yeah, there was professional
1: a, teams as youngsters? Maybe I think so. Yeah, and there was a a guy that was telling me that you're not allowed to play for the amateur team if you've earned X amount of money as a professional and stuff. like that. So that rules a lot. And I know Chris Doolan before he came to Thistle played for this team and kind of okay. he's gone that way, but. Um, But yeah, I just love that concept, like Scotland are deliberately not qualifying for tournaments because of like, we'd have to work for two weeks in Russia, but then we could go to MAGA for two weeks instead. Like, that's our psyche. Also, we are quite good at the amateur game, Mm -hmm. the junior game, and also
0: uh, the homeless game. Yeah. (laughs) We're good at all these ones. And elephant polo, which is just elephant football. If we could just maybe transfer some of that to the professional side, but a great start... Uh, you yeah. can't really ask for much more than that. And then, as I say, Lithuania, Slovakia, then there's the big one, uh, at England. And Ray, that's where, not I met you, but...
1: Oh, God, yeah. We bonded in yeah. London,
0: at Trafalgar Square.
1: Yeah, I uh, I was so drunk. I did like uh, eight Malibus or something. I was out of the game.
0: I remember because uh, at Capital, we were doing a show from The Fringe, a live show from The Fringe that day. Yeah, And uh, they tried to get me on the line. I was on Wembley Way... And they tried to phone you as well, but you were just out of the game. They couldn't even speak to
1: you. I remember, uh, supposedly they phoned me and I was at Webley. I don't remember saying this, but supposedly I said, I'm fucked like a shopping trolley. (laughs) 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 That is amazing. My my memory of you
0: uh, was, well, because obviously Trafalgar Square... Uh, there's no toilets I mean there's the fountains and stuff But yeah. we didn't want to pee I, I don't think many people did pee in the fountains to be no. fair. People are too busy swimming in them Yeah so we decided to uh, go out to the local pubs But there was a McDonald's Yeah, And the queue to get into the McDonald's toilet Was like out the door And I spoke to you then And that's that's the only memory of me speaking to you
1: We also went across the road to the EE shop And got them to charge our phones Oh really? Yeah I remember that. Did I and, come with you? Yeah, and also I got you a free CU Jimmy hat.
0: Yes, you did. You
1: did. I've the,
0: got photos of a CU Jimmy hat, <laughs> now, and I never bought
1: it. <laughs> no, we should go down again this time and just do like a pretty much reconstruction. Are you, are See you what going? Happened. Are you going to go down? I think I'm gigging but are you are you going? Are you gigging in London on the Friday night? <laughs> no,
0: oh god, yeah, Friday afternoon. I've booked a nice apartment and we're going down. I think the Thursday and staying until the Sunday. So we're making a wee weekend Sessions. of it. Have you got tickets? No. <laughs> but what we have done now, I'm not sure whether you're allowed to do this and whether I should maybe be speaking about this. Okay, but, uh, I have joined the England Travel Club. Ah, oh,
1: Steve, the England
0: Supporters Club. Now I either get tickets for. Uh, The Scotland end just through sort of normal means,
1: yeah.
0: Or I'll get tickets for the England end.
1: What's your English accent like? It's not
0: too bad, you know. I can do it all right. He's a ticket, all right. (laughs)
1: now no, no. Right, okay. yeah, you, me, you don't have the oliver bark haircut to pull that accent yeah. off it you need to work harder than that
0: ah, well it's november i've got a wee bit of time yeah. but yeah so i'm going to apply for tickets through the the normal means and also apply for tickets uh through the england supporters club because worst comes to the worst and i do get tickets i can just sell them when i get down yeah. there yeah, there'll be plenty of folk wanting to buy them um so yeah that that's the plan i'll get in by hooker by crook Otherwise, I might, sometimes what I've done in the past is if I've really wanted to go to someone just say, oh, we're, we're covering it for Capital FM. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll just sort of phone up and then get a wee sort of apprest. That's, that's
1: how I got to meet Fat Man Scoop. Was uh, it really? Yeah, so I, I phoned, uh, he was doing a guest, I love Fat Man Scoop, right? And I he was doing a guest <laughs> appearance and I just phoned him up and said, uh, I'm actually doing a Fringe show about him. Right. And they went, okay, come meet him. <laughs> yeah.
0: Were you actually doing a friendship with no, Fat Man Scoop? Not no. at all.
1: Uh, I just went. Oh, I went to meet Fat Man Scoop. Yeah. So it was a Thursday night in campus, nice, just before Christmas. And my mate, who's an accountant, stayed out with me till two a.m. Bevying <laughs> with Fat Man Scoop. Was he a nice guy? <laughs> He's a bit of a dick. He opened. I was like, "What's he going to do for half an hour?" And he opened with Seven Nation Army, and I was like, "That's not your song."
0: No, and that then, is that is not. He did a Beatles song as well. <laughs> 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 What? Did you dream, were you steaming at this point? Uh, no mate, I had to
1: come from a gig so Why, why um, do you have so much love for Fatman Scoop? Why would you not? He's uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's the Eva Cassidy of our generation Yeah.
0: <laughs> Somewhere over the rainbow, yeah. did he finish with that? Yeah, that was his yeah. encore yeah. yeah. uh, So yeah, anyway, Fat Man Scoop, how did we get on to that? So uh, Scotland looking good, uh, 5-1 obviously winning last night and uh, hopefully we can continue that. Certainly in the next game, Slovakia away is going to be very difficult, yep. but we will of course uh, be speaking about that when it comes up in just over a month's time. This is Soccer FM with Stephen Mill and Ray Bradshaw. One of the big topics from the past week or so, Scotland's game, the BBC documentary. Lots of you getting in touch on this uh, on uh, our Twitter page, which is at FM, and also on Pine and Bover on the forum there as well. A few observations, I've jotted them down. Yeah, First of all, chronologically, it's all over the place.
1: It's it's crazy.
0: It's messing with my mind.
1: It's like, I don't know if you've ever done a, an essay for uni, and you're typing, you're typing, you're typing, and you look and you go, nah, not hit the word count yet. Let's yeah. chuck in another bit. Typing, <laughs> yeah. typing, type, in, type, in, type in. No, and that's what they've done. They've clearly put a clip together and got oh, 36 minutes, right? We need 24. Yeah. Let's just chuck in an anecdote about Brooks Melson do that, yeah. not, right, put Lennon's bullets in the post, no, and it just goes on and on and on. But it starts off with the Hugh Dallas thing, then goes over, and then goes back, and then goes over. And
0: There was one bit where they tied in the collapse of Satanta, which happened in, what, 2008, yep. 2007, and tied that in with Motherwell going into administration eight years previously. Yeah, 2003
1: that was. <laughs> like, I
0: mean, what, what's going on? Like, who, who's editing this? It was, but,
1: g- it was great seeing Roberto Martinez... Uh, speaking speaking very well yeah. did yeah. speak very well When you watch things like this
0: It's great for the nostalgia value Because yeah. you forget that Pat Nevin Was the chief executive <laughs>
1: of a football club And also, see if Pat Nevin came to me And said, I've got a deal for you But you're going to lose £2 million a year You'd go, fuck off Pat like, yeah. I, <laughs> Why did John Boyle accept that? And yeah. then put his team into administration John Boyle, another bizarre character Pat Nevin... As a pundit slash DJ Why yeah. are you going to trust him with your finances?
0: Loves Morrissey, I believe Does he? Yeah, he's uh, When he was down in Chelsea uh, Apparently he used to read The Guardian he was the, only, <laughs> he was the only person down there He used to drink in all the trendy bars And sort of hang out with Brian Ferry And stuff like that So Classy, the second yeah. observation uh, You mentioned Brooks Mileson, there Who was obviously in charge of Gretna Stuart Cosgrove hates Gretna
1: Yeah it's coming to the point where you think that brooks miles and slept with a member of cosgo's family yeah like it's absolutely and i forgot also the good thing about gretna is do you remember Rowan alexander wearing that kilt in oh, the final what a fun
0: <laughs> like what an absolute fanny like <laughs> I-, I felt it was a bit hypocritical because the media built this up into this fairy tale yeah and that was very damning on gretna obviously looking back it was because they i mean it was never sustainable but we all knew that at the time mm-hmm. apart from the people who were making these amazing documentaries about Davy Irons and that yeah. like so uh, there was also a weird parallel that they were getting fired into Gretna and slagging them off and Cosgrove was leading the charge and then there was uh, the final clip of when they played Hearts in the Scottish Cup final and I'm like yes but they're playing Hearts yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> which was also built on sand yep. as well how good does James Grady look? he's had work done oh he looks amazing he has had
1: work done I couldn't believe it. I was like, what are we, Fox? Yeah, I know.
0: How old? It can't be that. Is he old?
1: He's he in his 40s? Yeah. Because uh, yeah, I checked, he's a coach now. Uh, he coaches the strikers at St Mirren.
0: Yeah. So oh, well.
1: That's what he's doing. He was a no-bad striker back in the day. Yeah. He, he, One season for this, we played really well. And
0: uh, exposed himself on live TV, I believe, was the famous thing with James Grady.
1: Yes, he did. Um, I yes. forgot about that. Somebody
0: pulled his shorts back and <laughs> uh, revealed all to the nation. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was, uh, that was great. Now, the other observation, or a couple of the, uh, other things, is that Vladimir Romanov was off his trolley.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, that's that's not a surprising thing.
0: It's not, but I forgot how off his trolley he was. Like, even the bits where he was getting introduced to the fans. <laughs> and Some of the Hearts fans had the Russian <laughs> on and everything.
1: Yeah. You're like, mate, he's from Lithuania.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then there's the pictures of him just standing in the circle, in the centre circle at Tynecastle, Castle, with his arms outstretched, yeah. just looking to the heavens, Saying this is my time and all and this And also,
1: uh, Hearts will be European champions within 10 years. Yeah. That was in 2006. So think so, about that now.
0: So uh, they got put out by Burkhar Kara, the Maltese <laughs> team. So that went well. Uh, two things about Vladimir Romanov. Uh, I heard a story about him once uh, by somebody who used to work at Hearts. And uh, he basically took Hearts on a pre-season tour of Italy. Mm-hmm. And the guy who was telling me the story was a coach at the time and he was just like, you've never seen a man with this amount of wealth and money in your life. And he was just like, see if the guy wasn't off his head. He could have he could have won the Champions League with hearts, but he was mental. He had so much money that he did have the resources to do it, but obviously lost it all with the banking crisis. Yeah. That's how they ended up sorry, lurching out the administration and all the rest of it. The other story about Vladimir Romanov as well, and you can see this on YouTube, it's Vladimir Romanov... Boxing Roman Bednar. There's a name I've not heard in a while. Now, if you remember Roman Bednar, he wasn't an insignificant unit. <laughs> he was quite a big guy. I
1: forgot about him, man.
0: So there's a go on YouTube and just type in like Vladimir Romanov, Roman Bednar, boxing. <laughs> and I think it's on one of these preseason trips. And I, I don't know how it came about, but it, it got to the stage where Romanov was like, "Right, I'll fight you." It just went like that, and Bednar sort of just. Lightly sparring and jabbing and all the rest of it, not hitting him because he's he's the guy who owns the club. Then Romanov turns around and absolutely belts him <laughs> and they they have to stop the fight. They have to stop the fight because Romanov is just going for Bednar, like laying into him. Romanov doesn't want to lose at anything. Like, I think that's the thing that I can conclude from that.
1: He did lots of things um, in Lithuania because he was tied to a Lithuanian club and... Uh, I think basketball as well he had a basketball club in Lithuania Mm -hmm. but the thing that struck me as well he obviously doesn't want to lose anything and the number of managers they went through in that time Uh, George Burley then you had John McGlynn as caretaker then you had Graham Ricks
0: can I guess some of them
1: yeah for 19 right okay so since uh, after Graham Ricks there are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, (sighs) 7, 8, 9, 10 we'll do it up to Gary Locke right okay so in in 8 years there was 10 managers so Jeffries was yes. there again? Yes.
0: Uh, we had Korobotchka? Yep. We had Ivanovskis? Yes. We had uh, Ivanovskis twice? Twice, yeah. Uh, we had the, oh, who was the guy, the sorry, Portuguese guy The one the Scottish Cup? You know the one I mean?
1: Paulo Sergio Bento Paulo Sergio, yeah. yeah, that was him.
0: Uh, right, now I'm struggling.
1: You've got a couple of semi obvious ones still to come. And right. then ones that are, one, it was four games, the other one was two games. <laughs> I
0: I'm I'm mega struggling you now.
1: Chaba Chabalaslo, of course, yeah. Stevie Frail, Stevie Frail, Eugenius No nah. who had two games in charge but wasn't a caretaker <laughs> manager. <laughs> if, if he and, w-
0: if he walked in the store just now, I wouldn't
1: know yeah. who he was. And Malifiev
0: Oh, uh, I do. I do vaguely remember yeah. him. Is he not really old?
1: I think so. Yeah, he was yeah. only a caretaker Malifiev But then also you had John McGlynn, uh, before and after. Yeah, bricks. Uh, it's just crazy, and also the press conference of Presley and Gordon and Craig Gordon looks like a naughty schoolboy sitting in the corner. Yeah, it was nice for Presley to speak out as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then there's the there is significant unrest within the dressing room. Yeah. <laughs> it just looks mental. Yeah, just don't get Stephen Presley to no. read out anything. Uh, a couple of other things. The I, I do feel as much as we we're slagging off for the chronological order. There's so much content in it yeah. that they could make about. Twenty-four episodes. Yeah.
1: the Rangers thing could easily be half an hour. Easy.
0: Oh, oh easy. Like e- even some of the other stuff, like the Motherwell going into administration, we didn't even touch on. Uh, really, Dundee going into administration. No, uh, we didn't really touch on Livingston, Dunfermline. Uh, any of these teams So I mean the, There was much more in there
1: I forgot about the Dundee fans Wearing Joe wigs That did make yeah. me smile <laughs> That was good That was good
0: There was also a couple Of incredible facts That like Motherwell Were paying Andy Gorham £6,000 a week <laughs> no. What? When he was I'm, dead fat And old at the end Yeah he must have been About 38 And he was They were paying him 6000 And then I heard Tam McManus <laughs> on the radio The other night Talking about how Hearts were playing Chris Gordon uh, Chris Gordon Craig Gordon mm-hmm. £16,000 a week Wow That's thing And Larry Kingston. 18,000 pounds of Larry
1: away. Kingston. Whoa, I forgot about him. Blast from the past, then. Eh? Uh, the final thing about Scotland's game. This is my favourite. This is my favourite. Also, uh, the Scotland game is we, we need to touch this because I'm sure we'll get tweets and stuff like that. Uh, Alex McLeish uh, admitting oh, yes. that Rangers wouldn't have won the 2003 without EBTs.
0: Of course. It's, I mean, like, that's obvious. Yeah, They wouldn't have been able to keep, compete with Celtic because they wouldn't have had as much money. Yep. That's obvious.
1: Yep, But it's, it's nice but, that, but, that, but
0: that is the first time, yeah, you're right, yep. that uh, anyone sort of uh, Rangers in the Rangers fraternity, shall we say, yep. uh, has admitted that. And I think Alex McLeish will be regretting that cause, <laughs> uh, I would imagine there'll be a few <laughs> invites uh, rescinded after that. Uh, but yeah, you're right. This is the best bit. Roger Mitchell, former Chief Executive of the SPL, and uh, hearing him speak, you realise why he's the former Chief Executive of the
1: SPL. He's also in the background. Him and Doncaster in the background are a lot of these clubs who have now gone bankrupt in we press conferences and things like that. So you're like, mate, you clearly to blame here,
0: And he blamed, uh, amongst other reasons, I'll, I'll give that to him, the failure of the SPL TV deal down to
1: 9-11. Spectacular.
0: Absolutely
1: yeah. p- spectacular. Who
0: was thinking? I know Sam bin Laden was dreaming this up and he's cave in Afghanistan. He was like, I know what will hurt them." <laughs> <laughs> not it's, being able to show Motherwell versus Dundee on a Friday night. I can, mean, it's just
1: unbelievable. You can just imagine uh, Mayor Giuliani in New York <laughs> just uh, doing a press conference saying, listen, I know 3,000 people have died, but the real victims are here are St. Marin, who might not be able to offer a new contract to Mark Yardley. Yeah. <laughs> <Like> that's. <laughs> Like if, that is it? insane absolutely that's the reason it's because Rangers Celtic pulled out at the last minute and yeah. also you had a snake within the company who told everything to Sky
0: yeah exactly that, that's that's what he said um one
1: one thing I did like is in the uh the opening sequence as you get to you get a nice reminder of how shite Craig Burley's hair was when he was at Celtic it was really bad yep. wasn't
0: it yeah I mean they were, it was nearly as bad as his teeth Yeah, and also, point.
1: it's great for flashbacks like yeah. in your childhood and stuff like that uh, because you're, t- are you 26, 27? 27. Yep, so we kind of grew up in this era of administrations and things like that. Things like Ravinelli coming on and scoring a hat-trick in seven minutes against Clyde. <laughs> yes. like, that's my childhood. it's yes. phenomenal. Absolutely.
0: It is great. Uh, there's another episode on this week. I think it's going to be focusing on uh, the national team. So we'll see what that looks like. I think it'll be lots of wallowing. Because yep. uh, it often and, is uh, stuff like that.
1: And so. the fourth... um episode is going to be Roger Mitchell talking about the failure of SPL, SPL TV and how it led to the Iraq war so yep, that's going to be yep, a good exactly. one to watch
0: or just Roger Mitchell on conspiracy theories <laughs> that's what he is so, well what, on the grassy knoll the the ra- the the la- la-
1: yeah the last bit It just says Princess Diana cuts out Come yeah right. <laughs>
0: This is Soccer FM with Stephen Mill and Ray Bradshaw. Let's take a wee look back at the other football that we had at the weekend, which was the Iron Brew Challenge Cup. Um, and I've written in my notes here, a quick roundup, keep it brief, as it's a pile of shite. <laughs> so that's what I've written in my notes. I am i couldn't be less fussed for this competition what about, mate, if what, I tried.
1: What about in Tuesday when Crusaders, Linfield, New Saints and Bala Town join?
0: I hope that when the Irish and Welsh teams come in, whoever gets them, absolutely annihilates them
1: either that or you like want 8 nil. either that or you want a Crusaders New Saints final or that where there's 18 <laughs> people <laughs> exactly and yeah. they just hold it on board a Line just, ferry just, just at
0: Livingston or something. <laughs> yeah
1: but uh, it, things, things to pick up from the week uh, from the weekend then You had, uh, because obviously, deadline day. There's some moving and shaking in Scotland. Uh, Thistle uh, sadly lost Pogba. He will be missed for his two goals a season. You were talking Uh, about. He was linked with Dynamo Bucharest and then signed for Sparta Rotterdam. What an agent that man (laughs) has! Yeah, exactly. Uh, So this come moving and shaking, and one of the uh, key signings for me is Dundee United's picking up Tony Andrew. Yeah, who was excellent for Hamilton. Went to Norwich, didn't really work out. Went out on loan. He scored uh, at the weekend as well. Conrad Balotone signing for Ayr Scored an OG and the winner on his debut against Airdrie, which is always what you want. Personal highlight is, as you you sent me it, um, uh, Turriff United against Hibs. <laughs> a cameraman getting pelted in the face with a wayward shot.
0: It was. It was great. It really was great television. And also if you... Uh, there's a wee bit of longer clip online as well If you haven't seen this It was from the game yesterday It was on BBC Alba And there was a guy behind the goals Gets cracked in the, in the, in the dish basically <laughs> And then there's sort of uh, pictures of him after him Just giving the thumbs up saying no, it's all right. I'm alright, I'm fine, that's fine uh, But yeah, that was great uh, That was the best thing about the Challenge yeah. Cup weekend and
1: <laughs> Queen of the South scoring 7 Falkett scoring 6 against Elvin and Stenhouse Queen of the South and Aloha on great runs just now Aloha beating East Fife, still unbeaten And yeah. also... The under twenties teams who everyone thought would romp uh, and a nice addition all out by the last sixteen stage. Celtic with the last remaining one, uh, pumped five one by Livingston five one at half time. Yeah, uh, Liam Buchanan hat trick. So that's that done. They drew
0: the second half. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> okay, it's, we're coming out second half. It's 0-0 lads. Let's get yeah. the heads back. No, in no, it. no. It's six one. We're getting, and yeah. your your team, them Fairman, finally getting a yeah.
0: win. Yeah, yeah. It's it's good to sort of shake the cobwebs off of our. Of a losing streak, but other than that, I, I couldn't really be less fussed about this and to be honest Nikki with
1: Nicky Clark signed for Dunfermline after four games at Bury or something like that? It's a strange one.
0: Yeah, it is. Have
1: you got any inside gossip in this?
0: Eh, I don't. Unfortunately not I knew that uh, Text Leishman Text Leishman (laughs)
1: He's he's at Barcelona (laughs) Uh, So (laughs) uh,
0: No I don't have any Insider gossip Unfortunately I just got the call That he was signing So I had to go through And do the interview And all the rest of it And uh, yeah So really happy with that Really pleased And uh, he got 41 goals In 46 matches Last time he played Under Johnson and his dad uh, so, hopefully, he can recreate. Half that I'd be happy with half that.
1: And the final shout out we'll give to Challenge Cup is for my bay, Christian Nades, yeah. Stranraer, who beat Dumbarton 1 0. So, that's Stranraer beating uh, the old manager, Stevie Aitken's team 1 0, 84th minute winner. So, great for them into the next round. Hopefully, hopefully Stranraer gets someone like Linfield and Crusaders and they can just nip across the water. Yeah. That's the perfect <laughs> one for them, isn't it? Yeah, that, that's a Darnby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's a Stranraer darby That probably is one of the closest to them. How far is the ferry? I don't know.
1: It takes two and a half hours, but I don't know. That's probably because Christian Nadi's pulling it. So see if yeah. they actually just sail. It's probably about forty minutes. Yeah. So
0: <laughs> he was a he was great chat. Listen, if you haven't heard the episode from last week with Christian Nadi, and please go back and listen. Uh, episode four it is, and uh, yeah, definitely go back and listen he's, to it cause he's, he's such a nice enough. guy. And as as we were saying, he just retweets everything on, so that's yeah. good as well. So good for the follower count.
1: Yeah. And Strenraer retweeted our Yeah. Thing, even though we don't really talk about Strenrar FC. No, at all. we
0: don't. Well we, the thing is, ironically we've talking more about we've spoken more about Strenraer over the past two weeks than we ever will in yeah. the future. So yeah. Uh, yeah, go back and listen to that And go back and listen to other ones as well Obviously you can get us on iTunes And uh, you can get us uh, We've got a Facebook page now yep, As we, well Which Facebook, is great
1: Facebook uh, iTunes So you can subscribe on iTunes And that will download automatically every week And also we've got a Facebook page We've hit the coveted 200 likes Wow uh, So hopefully Christian there. If you're on Facebook mate, <laughs> Give us a punt
0: Yeah, give, give us a share Yeah <laughs> Invite your
1: friends please yeah. uh, Imagine that Gregory Taddy likes Soccer yeah. <laughs>
0: That would be incredible That's them That's them We'll do yeah. Craig great. Lee Wallace
1: I forgot Lee Wallace Is his best friend
0: Yeah Again These unlikely friendships In football Yeah
1: Christian If you're listening Can you text us And let us know Why Lee Wallace Pulled out the squad yeah. Please do Yeah Please do I mean it out. did Mar an end Because
0: Andy Robertson Had a great game yeah. I thought
1: Went for a kilt fitting for the wedding yeah, <laughs> <That's laughs>
0: Organising the stag
1: Obviously so.
0: <laughs> This is Soccer FM With me Stephen Mill And Ray Bradshaw Obviously we have An ongoing feature In the show Where are they now We had some great success With David Fernandez A couple of weeks ago This week Who are we looking at
1: Ray We are looking at Former Aberdeen And Livingston legend Eugene Daddy
0: Yes we are That was the <clears throat> That was suggested by Highland Capital on our Pie and Bovril forum, which is on the Soccer FM tab, if you want to go and look there. It was from episode one he actually suggested this, so we've gone all the way back. Eugene Daddy, tell me about him,
1: Ray. Eugene Daddy is a fascinating man. Right. Uh, So I've been doing some research on him. So obviously we know him in Scotland between 2001 and 2003. He was playing for Aberdeen, played for Livy. He played uh, 58 games and scored a combined eight goals. So I thought he'd scored more than that.
0: I mean, what a record. He that was at is.
1: Aberdeen about the time of Zirali and Stavrum and stuff like that. So he did obviously have so, competition. Earning a lot of money yeah. then, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he loves Aberdeen purely for the fact that they came up with a chant of, Who's your daddy?
0: Y- you're honestly telling me, and everywhere else that he's played in his career, no one else has come he up he with He played that for time.
1: four clubs uh, before he signed for them. So and, was he French? Yeah so was, I guess maybe I in Tulu they'd be in yeah. Uwe oui Tom Papa I yeah. don't know it doesn't, it's not as catchy <laughs> yeah it really isn't no. so he went there and then after there he went down to Tramier played Knott's Forest and went why not Forest he went on loan to Knott's County Bold. Oh,
0: yeah, that's a that's Then he went, the road. he
1: went to Israel, Australia. Well, he was in Australia. He went to a team of FC Vadas and Liechtenstein on loan. He was in Australia, Perth, Phoenix, and then went over to Indonesia. So he travelled all the bit. He also had one senior appearance for the Ivory Coast. One senior appearance for the Ivory Coast okay. in the year 2000. So when I said he was French earlier, that's a lie. Yeah,
0: so. <laughs> yeah but he will, he'll speak French.
1: Yes, good save. Thank so, you. Yeah, Cote d'Ivoire, uh, I think Cote d'Ivoire, it. Yeah. <laughs> so he lived. Obviously, he lived in Scotland. He lived across the road from my aunt and uncle when I was younger, when they were in Livingston. So I got to meet him a couple of times. He was he was cool but weird. Yeah. And um, <laughs> also on his Wikipedia page, uh, one of the highlights says bamboozling Celtic defender Bobo Baldi Right. So okay, well, that's good. Yeah. Uh, and there's <laughs> so much of the stuff on his Wikipedia page is not about football. For example, at Tramier, he was known known for wearing his hair in a pineapple shape.
0: Well, he sort of, I was going to say, I was trying to describe his hair uh, in a non-offensive term. Uh,
1: pineapple. I was, mate. I
0: was going to say a plant of some sort, but yeah, a, a pineapple works as a well.
1: Pineapple plant.
0: Yep. Um, so, big question is, where is he now?
1: Well, he's done a lot of stuff. So, Daddy was always. That sounds weird, doesn't it? Daddy was always good. <laughs> tell, uh, tell Daddy what's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> big Big Eugene <laughs> will call him.
0: Yeah, we'll call him Daddy. Yeah, right, just call me Daddy. Right?
1: <laughs> we'll carry on. I bet that's what you imagine him just getting off of the change room to. Uh, David what, Fernandez.
0: What a chat up line when you're in a nightclub or something. Just though. call me daddy. Just call me
1: daddy. Well, his <laughs> chat up obviously worked because he now owns a fashion label with his wife. Shut up. Uh, it's on Facebook. I've just had a look at it. Huge clothing. So have a look yourself. U-G-E. Please tell me it's for oversized men. No, I mean, like... it's just jock straps. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, it's, it's like a sort of like uh, a Scottish football version of Jackable. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> I think so.
1: So huge clothing. It's an Australian based fashion brand. Uh, it's a new fashion line of French footballer Eugene Daddy and his wife, Joanna Varela de Vega. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eco chic t-shirts. Yeah. So uh I I I presume that's environmentally friendly rather than economy friendly made from bamboo and stuff like that made from old Livingston money (laughs) from Pierce Flynn (laughs) and uh, so you can go in that huge clothing so that's one of the things he's done since he's retired he also spent a year in Austria as an actor I mean is this true? yep 100% true and he speaks three languages fluently. So he's English, French and German. Yeah. Um, and it was quite complex because my brother's an Aberdeen fan. So I remember reading about Eugene Daddy at the time. He once took two years off football because his dad passed away. So he's yeah. obviously a complex character. But most recently, he has been doing his coaching badges in Scotland. Okay. So he did his coaching badly, uh, badges at, this week. I think the final thing was at Broadwood. And you can find him. <laughs> some of the players he was doing his coaching badges with. Like, I don't know... Why he's doing it if he's got a fashion label and he's a successful actor and He's all an that. entrepreneur. That's he right. Is. He's,
0: he's like, Kanye
1: you? <laughs> he is, but. His <laughs>
0: fingers are many pies.
1: Uh, so he did his B license this week in Scotland at Broadwood, uh, where it was. And some of the other players that uh, did his B license with it included uh, Abdul Osman from Thistle and Ryan Edwards, our Australian. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean Higgins. Right. Okay. And Chris Commons. Chris Commons is yep. doing his badges. Well, yep. There you go. And Eugene Daddy was doing his badges. And also, well, it's quite funny, but I think they've taken it down since, the SPFL have tagged him in the picture as Mario Melchiot oh,
0: right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh dear oh well, you hate that's, to see it yeah so that's good. Eugene Daddy now he is a fashion designer actor football coach which all of them suggest he's signing on yes he's a man of all trades that's yep.
0: what he is so thank you very much to Highland Capital uh, for giving us a shout on Pine Barrel Forum Soccer FM tab if you've got any suggestions then you can do it there or you can do it on Twitter as well at Scott FM and also on Facebook as well you just need to Search for us, Soccer FM, in the search tab, and you'll find us there. Give us page, uh, give the page a like, and you can suggest another. Where are they now for next week? Please keep them coming in. We love hearing from you, and we'll decide on another one next time out. This is Soccer FM with me, Stephen Mill, and Ray Bradshaw. It's time for Soccer FM's teams around the world. Yes, here we are It's Solda America And it's teams around the world on Soccer FM So for the past month or so We've been keeping up with Solda America a Paraguay's favourite footballing team As we've christened them And we've been keeping up with all the results The signings, whatever else We've been finding out more about them And they've played quite a few games in the past few uh, days Haven't they Ray?
1: Yeah they have So finally, we sadly Last Monday, because we recorded earlier We missed it And we actually lost to General Caballero 2-1 It's oh, an away no. game it's always tricky yeah. Caviero a bit far down the table So that's a disappointing win But we managed to bounce back this week uh, We beat Rubio New, Okay Which I'm pretty sure is a soft drink Okay And we beat them 1-0 So again We were a high scoring team When we started listening And we've put the Soccer FM curse on them Yeah So since we've started listening to them Since we've started following uh, They have scored A minimum A maximum sorry Of one goal a game <sighs>
0: I mean, <laughs> I mean that is typical. That is yeah. absolutely typical. Any other results? Or was it just the two games? Just the
1: two games. We're still kicking about in third Saturday. We're playing River Plate at home. Oh, the and fake then, River Plate. Yeah. Yep. And the, the fake River Plate, and then we're away and um, against How Hoy and kayo. Right. Um which is the international game we're playing. So we won the first leg one now. So we're taking that over to I think it's Bolivia. Or... I
0: think you're right. It is yeah, Bolivia. So Bolivia. Yeah, we spoke about this. Yeah, So listen, uh, please do keep up with South America. We are going to put them on the back burner for now. But we are we have to move on. It's a new month. Yep. So let's pick a new team uh, starting from next week. So we want you to get involved in this. If you're listening just now, we want you to pick a country. any country in the world, just tweet us, at scotsoccerfm.
1: And also, if someone does uh, name a country that you have some sort of association with, let us know. If there's a team that you're affiliated with, a very obscure Indian team or in Cyprus or in Guatemala, whatever, if you have some sort of association... Let us know Because that could be A good inside way for us
0: Yeah absolutely So uh, again At Scott Soccer FM Pine Bovro Facebook uh, Get us yeah, Get us on any of those uh, Channels Please do get in touch Over the next week or so And we'll pick Another country Next week Let's look ahead To the weekend That is coming up Back to domestic business In Scottish football Obviously the big game That we have to start with On Saturday Is the one we've all Been waiting for It's Ross County Versus Motherwell <laughs> uh, So what are you thinking Of that Ray? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking that's gonna get people raging Yeah,
0: exactly. Obviously the early kickoff is Celtic versus Rangers. It's a parkhead. Celtic have been on blistering form so far this season. Rangers not so much. It's looking everything's pointing towards a Celtic winning that game, isn't it?
1: Yeah. But I think form goes out the window in these kind of games. Yeah. You saw in the last one, uh Rangers started well, Celtic get one back, and it kinda of goes twos and froze. I think you'd expect Celtic to edge it, but you really never know in these kind of games.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think um, it's going to be a test for the Rangers defense and Philip Senderos. Yeah, uh, what a baptism of fire this will be. Allegedly on sixteen grand a week.
1: Really, Philip Senderos? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I heard a few figures about uh, what's his name, Joey Barton, as well. Oh, really. Which is a lot more than that. So. Uh, I, we'll we'll see what happens It's the early game And uh, all the Premiership games Actually are on Saturday Which yeah. is uh,
1: highly unusual Nice change It's also good Because we're um, be interested To see how Brendan Rogers Treats his first Old film game as well
0: Yeah I, I think he'll just Try and go for the Like all out attack Because yeah. I don't think He sort he of knows Any other way So uh, obviously That's a 12 o'clock kickoff On Saturday Elsewhere We did mention uh, Ross County Versus Motherwell It's been a tough start For Mark McGee's men so far Yeah it has And another tough trip Up to the Highlands for them
1: Yeah I think I think They could struggle This mm-hmm. season Motherwell They just sold Marvin Johnson As well Who was kind of Their talisman yeah. Creative player Yeah uh, I'm not sure how they're going to do so. That'll be an interesting one. I managed to
0: well. get the guy in from West Ham who I believe was quite good on football manager. Uh, I remember, <laughs> is it Belich, I think his name is. Yeah, yeah. He's a yeah. winger, Young very guy. fast. Yeah. Pace and acceleration 18 and 19, I Ooh, think. Oh, so, excellent.
1: So very You're pacing. turning into Sky Sports News when they've got that thing up. <laughs> oh, You're like, God, mate,
0: why don't you put stats up? Yeah, you'd be as well putting the stuff up for FIFA. Yeah. Like,
1: Shoe size eight. Like, yeah, what does
0: that make difference? <laughs> yeah it makes no difference whatsoever. Uh, so that's that up in the Highlands. We've also got Aberdeen. Uh, home to Inverness as well. Another, About, another derby, uh, sort of. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's what's up there isn't What's that derby. road called? The the. Something
1: The road to nowhere mate The road to nowhere
0: <laughs> a, I didn't realise I know we spoke about this before How big a distance it was Between Aberdeen and Inverness yep. That road takes absolutely ages yeah. uh, But I'm digressing So here we go uh, We have Hearts uh, They could make it Three wins on the spin If they beat Hamilton At mm-hmm. Tyne uh, We've also got Partick Against St Johnston What are you thinking Ray?
1: Yeah I think we, we doing Another good performance We put a good performance in Against Hearts last time round And lost to a 90th minute Tony Watcoe uh, Tony Watt, coincidentally, the only one of the twenty-four man squad yesterday didn't make it onto the bench for Scotland. Why? They, you, you only can name twenty-three, and two of them so have to be up oh, Poor Tony. Yeah, we got a free trip to Malta. Well, yeah, it's nice this time of year. Yeah, best, so you'll yeah. be enjoying it. Uh, so we're in um, the last few weeks. So I, with the exception of the Dundee United Cup game, Thistle been putting in some good performances. So hopefully, we've we'll got a couple of players back from injury as well. So hopefully that one. And then Dundee at home to Kelly. Kelly. <laughs> what I can just, we say? Kelly, just, Kelly. 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 I just they are so hard to predict With their 18 loan signings And yeah. I'm pretty sure Squirrel The mascot's playing left back next week So you just <laughs> never know And then know. The, cha- the championships uh, is, Although it doesn't have the big one Of the kind of Ranger Celtic game It's still exciting every week Because you're never really sure Who's going to drop points to who uh, Hibs, they've got Dumbarton You expect a few goals there
0: I would think so Hibs are pretty rampant at the moment And uh, from what I've seen on both sides uh, Dumbarton aren't uh, great shakes at the back So I think oh. that might be uh, the old uh, Hibs plus two, yeah, for the, or, or minus two, yeah, uh, for the bet there. You've got Air versus Morton, to Balaton- run,
1: yeah, Balatoni against Kitongo. Yes, that's a big matchup. Can, that's gonna give you one to And also, you've got your own Dunfermline. Home to Dundee United That's a big game And with Nicky Clark into, You feeling confident Stephen? Yes
0: And I'm led to believe We will have another signing Before the weekend as well I'm not sure if it's been Announced yet So I'm not going to say anything
1: Free, uh, free transfer?
0: Uh, a free transfer somewhere we've had on trial uh, Dunfermline fans listening uh, I think uh, They'll know who that is I believe that It's nearly done uh, So we'll have another Striker in for the weekend So that's Okay Dundee United uh, One at the weekend Just scraped past Peter head yeah. In the, the Ironbrook Cup We've got Ray Falkirk That's a big one as well Yeah Uh, Because uh, Raith have started well Falkirk hate fifers. (laughs) They (laughs) They really do hate fifers. They Uh, hate Dunfermline When when you mean Falkirk You mean everyone Yeah Yeah yeah. I mean Everyone in Falkirk Hates everyone in Fife That's what it is And we've had to build The King Bridge And the Clack Manager Bridge uh, To make it Sort of a wee bit safer for us
1: Or a battleground (laughs) Yeah exactly
0: (laughs) Ironically If you sort of don't go over the bridges. You have to go through Stirling, so it could be the Battle of Stirling. Nice, let Which do was it. a historic link there. You uh, elsewhere, you've got uh, Queens. Uh, they're away to St Mirren. St Mirren have been having an absolute nightmare so far. Uh, they did manage to beat Albion Rovers at the weekend, but still yet to pick up that first league win. Yeah. Down in League One, you've got alloa They can clinch the title this weekend <laughs> if they beat Livingston, pretty much. It's uh, a big game. Absolutely. Hopefully there's a decent crowd.
1: it Livy were on a good run until we cursed them last time when they lost 1-0 to Queen's Park so get your money
0: on Livingston this yep. <laughs> weekend uh, since we've just said that about Aloha uh, so elsewhere we have East Fife at home to Christian Ra Strunra uh, Peter Head welcome at Queen's Park up to Balmour you've got Breakin versus Airdrie and Albion Rovers against Stennis Muir finally in League 2 Forfar still got their 100% record going on their way to Annan. it's Beric Elgin now what to talk about is this 4 hours and 37 minutes from Berwick to Elgin.
1: What's impressive about that is you didn't even Google that; you just knew that, didn't I you? I knew that off the
0: top yeah. of my head, and I can also tell you that Stronvaro versus Peterhead, which was a couple of weeks ago, that was a five-hour, six-minute round trip. Oh. In fact, not round trip; just to, just to get there, like it, it took five hours. So that's a ten-hour, twelve-minute trip.
1: Yeah, and also Nadi's a big boy. Imagine sitting next to him the whole journey, oh, yeah. <laughs> Nae leg legroom at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why has a left back got cramp after nine minutes yeah. oh, <laughs> he sat next to Christian in the bus alright oh, cool
0: <laughs> so that's uh, a very long journey for the Elgin fans uh, this weekend uh, elsewhere it's third versus second Clyde versus Arbroath uh, we've got about a basement battle between Montrose and Cowdenbeath and Stirling Albion will be the latest side to beat Edinburgh City this weekend <laughs> which is uh, very harsh but uh, I think but that's probably what's going to accurate yeah so you heading to a game this weekend Ray you got stuff on uh, Martin? happening s-
1: my sister it's married on Saturday. Oh, congratulations to so, your yeah. sister! So it's a two p.m. kickoff. So I we'll managed to take in uh, the big twelve o'clock kickoff. So I'll be watching Man U V City. Yeah. And <laughs> then do the semi So I won't get to a game this weekend, uh, but hopefully I'll be able to catch up with everything. What yourself? Are you going to Dundee United?
0: Uh, I will be going to the Dundee United game. Yes. So hopefully it's a decent a decent match that's what I sound like an old man hopefully it's just like a game yeah. of football I hope everyone
1: just enjoys themselves and the pies are hot exactly that's all you're wanting but listen
0: folks that's all we have time for this week thank you so much for getting involved in the show uh, you can get in touch as ever at FM on our Facebook and our own forum as well pinebottle.com get in touch there for a where are they now tell us which country you want to see next week for the teams around the world but for, for now it's bye bye from me Stephen Milton bye bye from you Ray Brad See you later on guys This has been Soccer FM Good luck to all your teams this weekend And we will catch you next time